Hey everybody, I'm back. It's been fucking forever. I kept telling myself I didn't want to play that song because I hate that it became popular again. Because it was a great song already. But then again, fucking, it's that popular, you know? It's the song of the year on many fucking lists, which is hilarious as fuck, but it's from 83. But that's what happens with fucking, uh, <clears throat> one shitty TV show that kids like, then TikTok, and then Booyah. Fucking Kate Bush is a fucking millionaire again. So that's cool. Overall, I'll do that. Uh, and the reason why I picked that song, besides that it's fucking awesome, is um, I figured this might be the year in review, knowing that I haven't done an episode in over a month. I skipped all of November without trying. Uh, I mean, there's some, I think there's two STDs, and then I've done a few uh, Bucks effects, which I guess will eventually become boozing dudes again. So, and a handful of uh, Dick's Power Hour. So, I mean, check out the network. You'll see a bunch of stuff, or you'll hear and see. <laughs> you won't see that much, but you'll hear a lot. And, um, yeah, uh, let's see what happened. Um, Prestige Film Festival. Uh, I mean, like I said, nothing bad for me. It was just, uh, well, I mean, I lost money taking days off and shit. But uh, it was still fun, hanging out with the boys and shit, you know. Wasted more money buying beer in, in that city because it turns out beer is, like, stupid expensive for no fucking reason in a fucked up ass city. It doesn't make sense, but maybe if we would have went to, like, a regular grocery store as opposed to a liquor store, we would have saved some money, but oh well. We'll live and learn. Um, yeah, uh, what else? Yeah, Prestige was, I mean, the best part to me was Friday, uh, the first day, which is, like, the gala slash uh, award show thing. So that was cool. Got to meet people, hear some cool shit. Um, I said, I got drunk, so, I mean, that's all that mattered to me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, we got to see uh, Johnny Martin and his family, so that was really cool. And, uh, I, I mean, it sounds like we raised money, but we didn't. We we initially just raised, like, almost $1,000. I think it was, like, either between six or $800. I don't know. And then uh, one individual literally donated, like, three grand pretty much so it's like that's crazy so that dude's cool as fuck forever um but yeah uh the actual festival sucked after maybe the first five hours of the first day <laughs> and then the second day was wow man yeah as i said i'm not that invested in it so it doesn't bother me but um for those that are it's like oosh. um what else uh, and then a week later was my daughter's birthday. She turned four. So I was busy with that shit. Pretty cool. A bunch of uh, her friends. And uh, the parents of friends that, that like, uh, the parents of her friends, you know, came by. Uh, and then my buddies showed up, um, which was fucking above and beyond awesome because they're, like, my drinking buddies. And I can bullshit with that dude about anything. And then his wife's cool as fuck, too. But um, found out they're pregnant, which is great because they've been wanting like, this is their first kid together, because they have their own families, technically. Uh, they're both divorcees, and they got happy and lucked out and met each other, and fucking happy-go-lucky, man. They're awesome together. They're, they're a way better couple than they were separately. I didn't know his ex-wife, but the way he describes it didn't sound all as happy. And then, remember her and her ex-husband, so yeah, way, they're way better together, so that's fucking awesome. So, got to hang out with them. Uh, they got to party with me and my, my brother, which I ended up getting blackout drunk, and then the next day off, too. And uh, from what my wife told me, <laughs> I ended up tackling my brother inside my house um, over over a song that he wanted to play. I was like, fuck that. And I don't remember any of this. So I tackled him uh, to the ground to get the, my phone back and be like, now nah, we're playing this. Um, what else happened? Uh, 
uh, yelled at some people, talked some shit, but when I asked my wife what I said, she told me, and I'm like, that sounds more like truth to those people, <laughs> but all good overall, um, my daughter had fun, that's really what it was all about, uh, but yeah, played some drinking games, which I haven't done in years, it turns out, so that was that, and then what else happened, uh, started potty training my son, because he's a year and a half, and it's kind of around that time, you know, because once he goes to to um, daycare, which is coming up, uh, at two, if they don't teach him that, like, it's considered bad, like, if a two-year-old doesn't understand how to potty train, I guess, I guess it's a bad thing, so they teach him that, but if your kid goes into a daycare, and they're uh, two, or almost two, and they're already potty trained, sometimes they skip them up to, like, uh, the toddler class, which is, like, two and a half to three-year-olds, so that'd be pretty cool, because, I mean, he only hangs out with older kids, so he kind of has that mindset, he doesn't realize, unless he's trying to do shit that's, like, physical, like, like, trying to reach high and stuff, like that, he doesn't realize he's little, He's just kind of like, oh, you're doing that? I could do that too, which is really, really funny. And um, just recently, uh, me and the wife took uh, the kids to this park, and uh, he was probably the youngest kid there outside of, like, these babies. Like, um, and, But the youngest kid running around on the playground and on the, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's still a playground, but it's, like, where you walk up the steps and they turn into a slide and there's steps and fucking rails and all that shit, monkey bars, the whole little assemble part. He was able to do all that. It's just he didn't want to go up to the high part and get down the slide. But he got on the side slides with kids that are twice his size and, and probably twice his age because he's only a year and a half. So, yeah, they're like three or four. They're, fuck no. They're like four or five. Um, so that was cool. He, he shows no fear with that shit. And then um, later on, he was just running around because him and his sister love to run. It's hilarious to me. I'm like, that's cool. So they're running around and um, there's these blocks that are like different sizes. That way, if you're. If you're coordinated enough, you can run, jump up on one, jump on the next one, keep going. Like, jump. Like, I guess, like, a junior puck car type shit for kids. But my son's little, so, like, he could do the first step and, you know, just run up to her. Kind of run up to it, grab his hands on it, and then put his foot up and jump up. And the next one, he has to kind of, like, drop down and jump, and jump, jump, jump. There's another kid that was, like, closest to his in age, and we talked to the parents. That kid's too, a little Asian kid. He was cool. Uh, he was getting frustrated because his brother, who is, like, five or six because uh, he's definitely older than my daughter, um, was running around, jumping around, and rolling all that stuff, and he couldn't do it. He was really getting frustrated. Like, he would go up and then, like, kind of get down and start crying and go off to the side. My son, it turns out he does this with his um, with his other friend that they see once a week. Um, my wife used to be part of a mother's group back when she was first pregnant, you know, like local mother's groups and shit like that. She met a bunch of people. We had people over the house, real cool people, you know, not all of them, but some of them were cool. In the beginning, it was more of just, like, you want your kids to socialize as much as you can, Back then, this is what, my daughter was right before COVID hit, when she was uh, little, because she, yeah, it would have been like three and a half years ago, when she was like, oh, no, not probably almost one, yeah, it had to be like around one when she was playing around with kids. Like, they did the mother's group thing since they had their kids, but the majority of the time, it was like, when your kid was born, you went, and like, they talked to each other about breastfeeding and how, like, their changes and stuff like that, and then a few of the mothers would be like second-time moms, so they were kind of like, you know, helping the other moms out. And then, uh, from there, when my daughter was like a year old where she could run around and stuff like that, uh, we started hanging out with, with them that had kids that were also around the same age or older and like she would run around. So that's what I mean. Like some of them were cool, some of them not, but we, we still kept in touch with the, the handful that are, they still come to her birthday party. They come to my son's now. And, um, yeah, uh, there's one that we really keep in touch with. She lives like not even a mile away from us or something like that. And uh, I don't know, take it back. She lives pretty Eh, handful of miles it's close though it's like two freeway exits over 
Anyway, uh, her second kid, her oldest kid's like a year older than my daughter, like eight months or something like that. So like she's coordinating and stuff. Like that. They run around, they play games, they dress up and all kind of shit. But her second daughter is developmentally has developmental issues. She's autistic and stuff like that, like real bad sensory stuff. Like she, if something upsets her, she likes fucking lose it. And uh, my son's like another comfort blanket for her. It's pretty funny. I heard stories about it. And I finally got to see it in person. And I was like, wow, he's like super compassionate. It's so weird. He's like a complete empath in that sense of like he's a comfort. I see him. I've seen him do that forever with my daughter. Like when she has a little panic attack or starts to have a tantrum. He'll run up on her and kind of like, you know, comfort her. He holds her shoulder, tries to give her a hug. Uh, and before he could talk, he would make little noises and stuff like that. And then she would like cop, stop crying, give him a hug. And then he would run off and go play with this little girl. Um, he does the same thing. She has a pacifier and she has a blanket that she's like really, really big on. He'll run when she has her little panic attacks or her little tantrums and shit like that. He'll run across the house looking for it, grab it from her parents, like the dad and the mom and run to go give it to her, like, he's just that guy, it's fucking a trip, man, like, it's really, really cool, but my dumbass always thinks ahead, like, a bunch, and I'm always like, man, he better not fucking, like, his first girlfriend better not be some troubled chick, that he's like, I gotta help her, dad, because, I mean, like, (laughs) I had that, (laughs) it's like, fuck, this sounds great and everything, because you're like, oh, this fucking girl needs me, but that shit sucks, (laughs) so, I don't know, I I hope that's not what happens for him, I hope he finds somebody good, like, like I said, skip it ahead, fucking, what, 15 years, uh, or not even, man, kids fucking hang out like that, it's like 13, 14, but anyway, um, so that was pretty cool to see, and he did that again at the park, uh, the other day with this little kid, he, like, little kid was getting frustrated that his brother could do shit, and he couldn't, and he ran off and kind of hid behind a tree, and my son ran up to him, he didn't give him a hug or nothing, he just put his arm on his shoulder and looked at him and said, okay, okay, and the kid looked up and kind of like shook his head and he just ran off. And my son was like, all right, cool. Like, we're good then. And my son ran off and he like, that little kid got up and started like playing. And then that's when his parents came by and they're like kind of laughing about it. Um, and they were all like explaining to us like, oh, that's really sweet that he does that. Da, da, da. And then maybe 10, 15 minutes later, that kid's brother pushed him, like pushed him down. Like when he was, uh, I don't know what the hell they were doing, but they were like eating a treat or something. He pushed him. My son saw it, ran over to him, helped him pick him up, like, walked up to the little guy, grabbed his hand to pick him up, and then just, like, wanted to only play with him. And then when his brother, the little shithead, came by, and, like, to be like, oh, that's my brother, get away, kind of thing, my son just kind of, like, stood there, like, whatever, like, I'm his friend now, like, we're together, you can go. Like, it was funny, it was really, really funny to me. Um, Like I said, he only knows older kids, not just because of my daughter, but, like, every other kid that comes around, like, there's not that many kids that are his age. Even his cousin that's really close to him in age, he only sees like maybe three times a year and it's only the holidays. So he just saw him recently and uh, he's, he's going to see him again. No, he saw him on his birthday. So yeah, he saw him for Thanksgiving week and then uh, my daughter's birthday, which is the week before. And then now he's going to see him pretty soon for Christmas. So like, uh, it's kind of funny, but yeah, he, he kind of like, it's just a trip. Cause my, like I said, my son's projected to be short and it's kind of noticeable, but he, if you wouldn't, if I, if I didn't tell you anything, you would just think he's fucking, like, a little guy that, like, does a lot. Like, you're like, damn, man, he's fucking, like, really active, and, like, he moves around a lot, he talks a lot. But then when I tell you how old he is, you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense, but he's really short. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just a trip to see and hear. And then, like I said, now with the potty training thing, it's funny, because I remember my daughter, she was, like, fucking, she hated that shit. And initially, I remember her wanting to go back to her diaper kind of thing. Or if you made the mistake of putting a diaper on after, like, just out of, like, routine, 
she was like, book it running. Like, fuck that. I don't want like her training uh, panties and stuff like that. But my son's the complete opposite, man. He like really, really digs his uh, pull-ups, his little chonies and shit like that. There's some boxer briefs and then there's like uh, just briefs. It's fucking hilarious. He's all about that shit, man. He loves it. There's dinosaur ones, car ones. He fucking loves it. And when he, he'll tell you when he needs to pee. It's not like he's just like, ah, start screaming. Or he's like, potty, pee pee or something like that. Then he fucking you pick him up. Or if, if it's in the room, because it's fucking portable potty. Uh, I'll tell him, go, 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 go. And then he'll book it running, pull his pants down, and jump on the toilet. Only real thing that he has to, he has to worry about with boys, like with the girl, they just sit down, they pee. With the boy, their dick can kind of stick up. And, like, the the boy potties that they sell for kids have, like, a little cup. That way it kind of, like, will shield it from spraying out. But depending on how quick he sits and how he sits, he might just piss straight outside of the fucking toilet. So it's kind of funny. So he taught him to, like, push his dick down and stuff like that, which is hilarious. Because, you know, he taught a little kid, like, push your dick down. Go pee. <laughs> well, we don't say dick. We use proper words, actually. Like, we all call it penis and shit. Like, it's funny because my wife, medical person, like, that's what she's like. Push your penis down. And he'll, like, touch it and pull it down. It's funny. But, uh, yeah, he's been really good with that shit, and, uh, like I said, it's just funny to me. And then he gets up, he wants to give you a fucking high five, he, he'll grab the toilet paper, or the wipe, and he'll wipe his fucking penis and shit like that, he throws it in the toilet, and then he wants to flush it, like, with his potty or the real toilet. Like, in the mornings, because uh, my wife works early, and, uh, and I, I, I'm off on the weekdays, so she's still at work, and my daughter goes to school, or daycare, it's just me and him, he'll pass out next to me and shit. And then, like, maybe an hour after they left, he'll wake up and he'll go pee-pee. Like, oh, fuck. So I'll pick him up. And we're in our room, you know. Well, my room, not ours like his, but mine, like mine and my wife's. And I'll take him to the, the main, our master bathroom, and uh, just sit him up on there. And he's all about it, man. And he just wants to flush the toilet when he's done. That's, like, his big deal. Then he loves washing his hands, which I don't remember how my daughter was, but I don't remember her being that aggressive about washing her hands. Like, he's like, wash my hands. Wash, wash. It's like, no, dude, you just peed and you didn't touch anything. You're fine. Just fucking wipe your hands on the wipe. Nope, wants to use his soap, wants to fucking wash his hands. It's fucking funny. I say, it, it's because he's so little that it's fucking hilarious to me. But, uh, yeah, it, it's a trip to see him, like, I don't know, just maybe it's, yeah, I don't, it doesn't make sense because with my daughter, I would think I'd be more surprised, like, oh my gosh, he's learning so fast. But with him, it just seems like either A, he's picking everything up so fast, or that the encouragement of seeing my daughter do these things on her own, he thinks he needs to already. It's just really, really weird. So I said, that's what's been going on with me lately. Like, uh, and then what the following week, uh, which was last week, uh, we've been cleaning up the house, rearranging everything for Christmas, which I mean, I'm pretty sure I've told you guys this before. I'm a fucking atheist. I don't give a fuck. But now that I have kids, I mean, you gotta at least fucking pretend, you know, uh, maybe some of you guys don't, I, I know some diehard atheists that are like, I'm gonna raise my kid an atheist. Like you're stupid. Um, <laughs> and that's coming from me. I, I really don't care about any deity and shit like that. I think they're all fucking dumb. But, um, so you're right on that part, you know, fellow atheist. But at the same time, the idea of like, I'm going to fucking teach my kid to be just like me. Why? You want your kid to be better than you. If your kid wants to fucking be religious, let them be religious. Hopefully when they get older, they'll figure shit out for themselves or they'll find the good parts of it and that's it. Like, don't put, I, it's the same as like, why I feel like, uh, people shouldn't push their religion on me. Even though atheism is not a religion, I still think it's stupid to push it on anybody or like, or like push that forward. Like, it's fine. Let, like, A, Christianity is not really that bad. Like, it is in the sense of like, you know, money and fucking, uh, Catholics, you know, most molesting kids and all kinds of shit like that and, you know, moving people around. Like, oh, there's a bunch of negative shit, don't get me wrong. But, 
like the basis of it is actually a good thing. It's a moral lesson. All religions are. Even uh, the Quran and stuff like that, since uh, D.K. Murph is now a uh, muzzy. Um, yeah, um, it's cool. I mean, there, there's positives in everything. Uh, there's positives in Judaism. There's positives in fucking Satanism, actually. Like, it, it sounds crazy, but yeah, if you look up Satanists, uh, like the, what the fuck are they called? The most successful one. They're from Chicago, I want to say. Uh, oh, man. There's something to Satan. There's the ones that put up the Bothrat, uh statue uh, next to, um, like, a city hall and shit like that. Uh, them. They, um, they're, it's not their commandments, but, like, their, uh, rules or whatever. They're pretty cool. I mean, it's basically just saying, like, don't let anybody do anything wrong to you. Don't harm anybody, like, unwillingly or no purpose. It's, it's basic shit. I mean, it's cool. It's not a big deal. To me, I, I just laugh when people take shit serious. We're just like, I'm a fucking Satanist and I want you to know. It's like, well, you could be a silent one. I don't fucking care. It's just like the Christian next to me doesn't have to be all like, oh, fucking check me out. I'm a Christian. Like, I don't fucking care. It doesn't bother me. Like, and Muslim people, like, I don't care if they are or not. Like, whatever. It's all good. I fast with one of my buddies back in the day for, I think, three or four years. It's cool, man. Makes you appreciate the taste of water. Um, and then, like, I don't know, to me, it just, like, yeah, A, the biggest thing is you appreciate the taste of water. Because it's crazy. You can't even fucking drink water during that time. Like, you can put it in your mouth to if you think you have a dry mouth and spit it out, but you can't swallow it. Um, but, yeah, uh, during that, what is it, like 12 to 13 hours a day, pretty much? I think one day is like 14 or something. Like it, it's crazy, but, yeah, like, when the, when the countdown goes away, like, you know, you get to go and eat real food. Like, that one meal tastes great, man. And then um, he even invited me to his... Uh, it's a temple, mosque, whatever, and uh, for like the big day, I think it was like the the last week of it, but it was like every day they were doing something big, like kind of be like a potluck, but it's called something in their religion, and like he invited me there with his family, and yeah, we fucking pigged the fuck out, well not pig, because they don't eat pork, but we pigged out, man, fucking ate up a bunch of shit, it was great, like, uh, you know, it was cool, uh, I, I was all about it, I fuck with hummus, it's cool, um, but yeah, uh, I said, it doesn't matter to me. And so, with my kids, like, it's cool. They like church. They think it's fun. They get all dressed up and decked out and shit. That's the coolest part to me. Um, and then, what else is new with me? Yeah, that. Mostly, like I said, mostly all family shit. And, like I said, the house is all christmas out. Like, uh, my in-laws did the outside when we are all, when I went to work and they were out doing shit on the weekend. And then, me and my wife, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> me and my wife, um. Uh, cleaned up and rearranged the house so that way she could deck out the living room and the hallway so there's Christmas lights all over and the Christmas trees up which um, it's crazy because it's only what four years five yeah four years because we, we only started celebrating Christmas after my daughter my, my wife tried to buy me a Christmas tree when we were just together and I was like I'm good and she's like well, what about me I'm like you have a, your mom's house right you can go see it you're over there a lot anyway so, so she tried to buy like a like a Charlie Brown style tree just to like kind of spite me. I was like, whatever. So it was little, so I didn't care. But my daughter was born in November, so literally December's the next month. Like we just got this tree that we still have, and uh, it's a fake one, obviously. But um, it's four years now, and uh, it's already full. We have too many ornaments, and everybody keeps buying ornaments for the kids and stuff like that, and then they make some whenever we go somewhere for Christmas time. Like, it seems like everywhere you go, they're like, oh, you want to make an ornament? You know, our kids paint it, and we write their name and the date and shit on it. It's like, oh, well, fucking hey, that's a cool ornament. So, pretty much, my tree's fucking full, so 
uh, come next year, I'm going to have to probably buy a bigger one. I don't know. I might go gay and buy those green, or not green one, a white one that like lights up and shows up. I don't know. Uh, overall, it'll be my wife's decision. I'm just paying for it. But, um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the late thing, uh, you know. And for me, being Hispanic and shit like that, it's kind of a, you know, tamale time, which is cool as fuck. I don't know, like, I mean, the joke has been said already. Uh, the whole, that's why they eat tamale so they have something to unwrap. Fantastic. That shit's fucking delicious. I don't give a fuck. Chicken and pork all day. All fucking. I had, I had two pork ones today uh, at work, and they're delicious. And, uh... The chicks at work have already been hitting me up. The ones that um that like are actually like fucking you know Hispanic, like full on born in Mexico, or their parents were, like actual Mexicans. Um, they were hitting me up. They're like, well, yeah, my family makes some. You you want one? Like they're really good. I'm like, fuck yeah, fucking. I'll take even if it sucks, I'll eat it. That shit's bomb. Like the malas, even when they're bad, they're good. When they're fucking delicious, they're fucking perf, man. They're they're one of the greatest fucking. You eat that shit all day. I can eat it for breakfast, which is what you're supposed to do. I can eat that shit for lunch, dinner. I don't give a fuck, man. Tamales are awesome. The only ones that I don't care for are cheese. I'm not really a big cheese person. And then uh, those sweet tamales. I remember when I was little, I, I think I ate some or like would share some. But yeah, they suck now. As an adult, you're just like, ugh. <laughs> it's like a sugar one. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that. Uh, puncha, which is like this, like... Uh, fruit drink that they make with cinnamon and stuff like that. Uh, my father-in-law, or my father-in-law, my sister-in-law's stepdad uh, makes it. Uh, it makes a bomb-ass one every year, so I'm going to fucking get some of that. And he puts liquor in it and shit, so I'm going to fucking, that's just kill. Like, I know, like, white people do eggnog and shit. I don't really care for it. It's weird to me. I mean, even spiked, I'm like, I'll drink it to get drunk, but I'm not getting drunk off of this. I know that because I'm not going to drink that much. I'll just rather drink anything else. Um, uh, so yeah, that Christmas is coming up. My wife's birthday is before Christmas, so I gotta do that. Probably just give her like 200 bucks or something, a hundred for the kids and then a hundred for me or something like that. I'm not a fucking gift person, man. It sucks. Like, I, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't, like, I don't see the point in it. Like when people buy me gifts, I'm just like, okay, cool. Thanks for the thought. But I mean, like, A, I didn't want anything. <laughs> and then B... Like, I'm more into dumb shit, man. Like, my ex, her parents were fucking awesome with me, man. Like, uh, they realized early on that, like, I don't care. So they would literally buy me this big old box, right? And, like, you know, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever day we were over there, it was, just, like, the biggest box. And I opened it up, and it was literally, like, um, like Costco-sized boxes of wheat thins, like, two or three of those. Um, what the fuck out? A bunch of other snacks, a jacket in the middle. So it was, like... All these things combined to make one big box, and they would just wrap the box. And so when I ripped it open, all the things were exposed. And I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" I was like the happiest fucking person in the world. I love that. Uh, I'm not. It doesn't take a lot to impress me, and um, I mean the thought really does count for me. Like, I, like any kind of consideration, I was like, "That's fucking great," um, which is always cool. And I mean they they went above and beyond. Like even their gift cards were like extremely personalized. They weren't like. Oh, here's a fifty dollar gift card to whatever, like Visa one. Like, no, it was like to a special spot that they know that I really like. Or they would even go to places that didn't have gift certificates and like get them to give me like a gift credit or something. I was like, get the fuck out of here! They sell this, right? Like, no, we, they had them write it up and it's a manager signature. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like, this is great. I was always stoked about shit like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still, especially now with the kids, I don't fucking care, man. As long as like, 
as long. I really don't care if they do, actually. But my daughter, like, gives me a gift every year of something. And it's fucking cool, man. I keep all that shit. I keep their cards that they give me. Like, that shit changes everything. Like I said, I don't care about anything. But anything to do with my kids, like, I'll fucking stop time for that shit. That's a priority to me. And uh, so that's kind of cool. But I want to say I work Christmas. What fucking day is it? I don't know. I want to say it's a Saturday, and I work Saturdays. But it's all good, because I get paid double time. Oh, no, Christmas Day is a Sunday. I also work Christmas Eve on a Saturday. But I work daytime, so it's not a big deal. And for me, it gives me time to get away. I mean, not to get away from the kids and family, but, I mean, more so of, like, I get to um, kind of just be away, do my own thing type shit, and, and my wife with her family, because, man, her family is fucking chaos. I don't get it. They do shit that, like, for 10 hours, I should take three. Like, we, like this Thanksgiving recently, um, we went to my parents' house, and I told her, I was like, well, whenever you want to leave, we can leave. She's like, no, it's fine, we're going to eat, so we ate. And then I'm like, all right, we're going to go? She's like, okay, if you're ready to. I'm like, well, I told you earlier. Like, all right, so we go, and we end up going to her, her uh, grandma's house, which is where her mom and her sister live and everything. And we get there, and they didn't even fucking want to wait. They're like, no, we just ate. Like my wife had just got off the phone with them. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna head out in a little bit. They're like, all right, cool. They don't live that far. Like they, <laughs> they could have waited. Nope. They ended up fucking uh, doing everything else. And my wife was fucking pissed. Not at me. I even told her I was like, hey, are you mad at me? Like I said, we could go. She's like, no, I'm mad at them. She's like, I called them, and they're like, yeah, we're not gonna do anything yet. And then we get there, and they're like, yeah, we already did everything that we're thankful for and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that's so fucked up, man. Because my daughter, like I said, she's old enough to understand these things. And, and like, when we talk to her, she talks to us back. Like, she understands, like, what we would say. Like, there's this book that we bought her about feelings. I forget what the fuck it's called, but it has masks. And basically, like, you read the story to them and tells them, like, sometimes there's sad days. And it's a sad face. It's like a monster that has a sad face and stuff like that. And it's like, you see what made her sad or made the monster sad? And we explain to my daughter. And she's like, yeah, this made her sad. That's not nice. I don't like that. And there's one about anger. And it's like, well, this is what made her angry. So at the end of the game, you go through all the things, and then you, you play it with each other. You grab the mask and go, this is my angry mask. This is what makes me angry. And you say something. My daughter fucking loves that shit. She literally will say all kinds of stuff. Real personal and so fucking adorable at first. But then sometimes you're like, what the fuck? You're four years old. You shouldn't, like, be like this. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of trip on that. Because, like I said, I've talked about this before. I'm a super anxious person and everything. And I always think that. Now that she's getting older, I, I see more of me in her, and especially in her like actions and her attitude, like the way she talks shit and everything is fucking hilarious to me. And like she knows what she's saying, and she knows how to piss people off. She she's already jokes to my wife, talk shit to her like in a fucked up way. Um, so when I see her explain like why she's sad because this thing happened at school, da da da, da I'm like, oh fuck, man. I hope she doesn't turn up like me, being all fucked up, all anxious all the goddamn time. Because it's worse for a female, like a guy being anxious. I mean, I guess nowadays it's fucking normal, but back in the day, dude, it's like a weak thing, like, so you kind of have to hide that, so it's worse, but for a girl, like, if they're anxious, they're either A, hiding it too, and like, it's, I guess, better because eventually it's going to be noticeable, or B, they throw it out all the time, and then nobody likes somebody that's fucking anxious all the fucking time and points it out, you know, like, oh, I'm sad because of this, and oh, I'm really worried, nobody likes hearing that shit, so it's kind of like, a double negative on that, but, yeah, I don't know, and then my boy is complete fucking opposite, he's like my wife, man, he literally just finds something positive about everything around him, he just likes being around, like, today, like, they were just at Disneyland a week ago, two weeks ago or something like that, with, uh, my wife and her friends, um, they live in, uh, San Diego, they're a lesbian couple, fucking super cool fucking couple, man, love them to death, they're, the, 
the girl, the mom, because they even call themselves this, so don't be all offended, like, that's fucked up, you're saying that. No, that's that's how they call themselves. Anyway, the female version is the one that went to uh, college with my wife, so they're, like, fucking roommates, and fucking, they join the same uh, sorority and all that kind of shit. They're fucking super cool. She's a great person. I like that person. She's she's fucking awesome. Um, her wife is now, I think, well, you're never considered an ex-Marine, but she just retired from the Marines. She literally was in there from when she was 18 years old, and so now she's 38 years old. 20 years fucking retirement. She's fucking set for life. Like, that, she already has a retirement, and now she can fucking fuck off and get random jobs. So she said, this will be her first holiday after retiring. Like, she's been in town for the holidays, you know, like a day or two or three days at most, and then she has to fucking go back. But this is the first time that she could stay, and then afterwards she's staying forever now, you know? So they're going to go down. Actually, she's already back. Um, they're going to, my wife and the kids are going to go down and go stay at their house, because they live in San Diego, so that's even cooler, like, in a nice part of San Diego, man. Like, I, last time I went out there, I was like, fuck, man, San Diego kind of sucks now. Like, don't get me wrong, Gas Lab District and Red Light's all fucking awesome still, and Old Town is still the same, but areas around Old Town that used to be fucking cool, garbage now, man. It is fucked up. It doesn't even look cool. But uh, they live in, what the fuck is the name of that fucking township or city or whatever? It's, it's part of San Diego County, but yeah, it's fucking beautiful, man. They live like right up off the coast side, but inland, like maybe like half a mile in up on a hill. So they overlook from their backyard. You can literally see the ocean. Like it's fucking stunning. Um, yeah. So they're going to, my wife and the kids are going to be out there this week for that. And, uh, hang on. I think they're staying the weekend. They're going out there Friday, staying Friday night. I think they're staying Saturday too. And they're coming Sunday morning. I told them I was already I was like, that's cool. Like, fuck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would, I would love to go, but it doesn't. I don't help by going. Like, I'm just kind of there, you know? And, and I, it's not even like I get bothered by being somewhere else. I'm fine with being other places. Like, I travel a lot. I love it. I, when, when I was single, I was going to Texas and Arizona all the fucking time. Went to Utah a few times. Uh, I wish I could have saw my buddy up in Oregon, but, eh. Uh, Frisco. Went to Frisco. Fucking shit lunch. Um... Yeah, I, I was going all over the place and stuff. Like, it was cool, man. Like I said, I like staying in different places, but with my kids, I don't know. Like, I just feel like everything we do is, like, kiddish, and I'm they're not old enough for me to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, like they just went to Knott's Berry Farm today. Cool. I would have probably liked to have gone, but it was just easier for me, like, to not go work. And the reason why they went it was, A, it was free. Like, right now, it was a... Uh, fuck if you're ex-military you get to go since last week i think this is the end of the week though um you get to go to knott's Berry farm uh for free you can bring five people so my father-in-law also a marine well ex but um he got he gets to go so he fucking chose to take the kids and stuff like that. so he hit he hit us up a while back because we see him once a week and um he basically asked like hey like you know when do you guys want to go and so I asked my wife, I was like, well, when do you want to go? And she's like, I don't know. Like, what day can we all go? I was like, don't worry about that shit, but what day do you guys want to go? Like, you know, you guys are going to do it anyway. And she's like, well, the weekend would be better for all of us because we could just kill the time. It's not like we're going to be able to do a lot anyway. We're pretty much just going to stay in, in uh, Camp Snoopy because they're little. I was like, that's fine. I don't, like, I don't care. Like, go ahead. She's like, you going to take the day off? I was like, why? I'll just give you money. Like, I'll pay for what the ticket would have been and give you money for food and shit. Like, I, it's not, like I said, I, my kids are just little. Like, once my kids are older, I'll be all about that shit. We can go to Six Flags with them, fucking Ranger Waters, all kind of dumb shit. Knots, like the nicer part, the big part and everything, or Legoland, whatever. But while they're little right now, I don't know, I just see it as a waste. Like, I mean, I went to Disneyland with them twice, twice with my daughter and one with my son. It's 
it's only cool because they're happy to me. But I don't. The whole time I'm just like, all right, well we're just here. <laughs> like I, I just feel like I'm wasting more money going than I would if I don't go. If I don't go, I could just pay for a ticket that's imaginary for me, and food for them. But when I go, like, I, I buy more food. I want to buy more things. And like when my daughter asks me for something, I say yes. You know, my son's like, oh, looking like at whatever I buy it. Like, and that's stupid to me. My wife has no problem saying no to our kids. She's like, no, I brought snacks. Or no, you already ate, you have this. Or we're all eating this. I don't. I can't do that. I'm just like, what do you want? Fuck, all right. Well, let me go back in line then and go get it. Like, I'm just that guy. So, uh, yeah, I save more money not going. <laughs> and at the same time, I earn money because I'm working. And now that she's going to be gone this week, I'm going to do overtime and fucking kill. Like, I'll do 16 hours. But, I mean, I'm not fucking really doing anything. But, uh, yeah, I'll be getting double and a half or double time or something. I forget. No, double and a half holidays. Yeah, I'll, I'll do double. So, yeah, it'll be fucking cool, man. Just making little side money and shit like that. And then, like I said, my wife's birthday is this week uh, coming up. So, that'll make that. That 200 bucks I'm going to throw at her sound like whatever. Like, now it's nothing. That's pretty much, like, what, three hours work? Four hours? Four hours of work. Uh... So, I mean, it's not a whole lot <laughs> for that overtime. Like, so, one time was time and a half. That's time and a half. Fuck, that's not even. So, I don't know. But, yeah, like three, four hours. I mean, before taxes, but still. And, um, yeah, that'll, that'll be easier to do that. And then we already got the majority of the Christmas gifts. Like, I'm still buying dumb shit just because I find stuff on sale or something. I'm like, the kids will love this. But, <laughs> but I already bought them stuff already. Like, we already had all kinds of shit for them. Uh, we just had to put it together or... I think it's hiding, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, be able to do that. Like I said, uh, I'm just dealing with a lot, but good a lot. Not like a lot, like in the sense of like, fuck man, my life's hard. It's not. It's pretty cool. 34 minutes. Fuck, I thought it was going to be a short one. But yeah, so that, that's what's been going on with me lately. So um, I should fucking still try to record something though. I'm sorry for skipping November. Like I said, look up... Uh, STD. The last STD was really, really good. It's called uh, A Little Danger in Your Life or something like that. Something to do with danger. Because the girl's name is Tiny Danger. Maybe it was Tiny Danger. I don't know. But anyway, Danger in Your Life. Listen to it. It's really good. Uh, DK brought in a friend of his. Um, I want to say he used to date her. Not date her. Whatever fuck claim that they call it when you're a, when you're a daddy dom. And the other person is an LG little girl. Uh, yeah, he was her first dom, and uh, so, if okay, listening to my podcast, I can tell you that, because I guess he didn't want that to be out on the other one, but, so, listening to this and hearing that, if you go back, or if you go and listen to that episode after, uh, um, you'll kind of realize that he puts himself out there at one point, he's like, let's talk about your first dom, how was your experience with him, and she has nothing but good things to say about him, it's kind of funny. So uh, I was over here, like, giving him high fives and fucking fist bumping him while she's saying all that shit. I'm like, that's nice, bro. Because like I said, uh, we joke and talk shit about DK a lot on, uh, I guess it's called Bucks Effects now, but soon Booze and Dudes, um, that, like, you know, he's fucking just the worst one out of all of us. But he's a good guy, man. Otherwise, like I said, I wouldn't be his friend. I wouldn't call him, like, a brother and shit like that. So obviously he's a good guy. It's just funny because the shit, like, his stories, when we hear it, we're just like, how the fuck were you in that position, dude? Like, any grown-up would know not to do that. And he's just like, I don't know, man, something happened. It's like, oh, God. So, hearing, when you hear from somebody else say that, like, you know, like, he's a great guy, and this person was really compassionate, he cared about me, and he helped me bring me into this lifestyle. I'm like, oh, that's really cool, man. Good for you. 
So it's kind of cool to hear that. But this girl went in debt, man. She was really, really cool. She kind of shed another light to that uh, whole uh, daddy dom little girl thing or whatever. The submissive um, dominant type relationship that he that she now has with her boyfriend, who she calls uh, her heaven. Um because he's everything for her, which, I mean, that's kind of cool when you think about it. Like I said, I, I kind of referenced it real quick on the episode. I was like, oh, like the secretary of the movie, if you guys never seen it. Secretary, fucking great. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and James Spader. Great fucking flick, man. Real cool because it kind of goes into the whole thing. Like, it shows extremes as well, obviously. You kind of have to. But uh, it shows how happy two people can be that really that genuinely enjoy this shit. Like, there are people that like being dominated in a sense because they trust that other person. They know they're not going to fucking do anything to physically hurt them or emotionally hurt them in an like, unsavory way. They might physically hurt them like, you know, they might paddle them or whip them or like slap their face type shit and stuff like that. But they're not hurting them in a sense that um, like the rest of us would think of like, oh my God, that person fucking doesn't give a shit. They're trying to hurt them. Like, no, no, no. It's more of like, a, uh, I don't know. Like I said, it, it's, it's, it's this weird type of role relationship that they have but they actually both enjoy that i mean like i said i've done things like that i just wouldn't call myself a dom or anything it's just yeah i I guess i dominated that person when we were together but i wouldn't call myself that and i wouldn't call them that either i would just say this chick was really submissive and into kinky shit period and she brought that out of me cool but it was always like a mutual thing it wasn't all like oh yeah fuck yeah dude this chick was just like you do whatever you want i was like all right bitch like no it was never i was never like taking advantage of the situation i just kind of knew the boundaries that were set mostly with words but a lot of times like you kind of just start at a certain place it's like all right well you know they'll tell me like oh yeah i don't like that but and then other times it comes out from just the relationship you know like uh i've talked about this before for sure on stds but like i've choked chicks you know like not fucking trying to strangle them like a fucking MMA fight, but you go white hand, you know, kind of just, it's more of a pressure thing than it is like a fucking, hey, don't breathe. Um, airplay, I think is a breath play or some shit. But uh, there's been chicks that I've fucked around with and I've done that in the middle of us fucking. And then like when we're done, they're just like, hey, uh, when you were choking me, I was like, oh yeah, sorry about that. I didn't fucking even say anything. I know, like, no, no, I really like that. I just didn't know to ask you or talk about it. I didn't know if you liked it. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, you can talk to me about whatever. And then from there, the floodgates open, man. It's awesome. So that's what I mean. Like, communicate with, with the, the people around you. You find out a lot. Anywho, getting off topic and stuff. Like I said, uh, short kind of episode. Just a update and a refresher. Uh, December-ish. What, what is today's date? The fucking 12th, man. So yeah, a month and, and almost a half I've been with uh, without putting you guys out. So I'm really sorry about that. So this will be out today. Since I said the date, December 12th, so it'll be out today. Um... Yeah, I went, I opened up the track with uh, Kate Bush, and uh, I'm going to play a more modern day type song that has an 80s vibe to it that I've been kind of digging lately, uh, Neon Indian. He's a cool dude. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. As always, you guys are great.